Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Ruth Germagad. Now, one of Drogheda's largest hotels is to be used as accommodation for people seeking international protection. The D Hotel in the centre of the town has 113 bedrooms. Local representatives have reacted to the announcement from the council saying that there was no prior consultation with the council or the elected representatives and that the decision could decimate the local economy. Well, for some reaction to all of this, we're joined now by Kevin Callan, who's the Deputy Mayor of Drogheda and by local uh, Fianna Fáil Senator Aaron McGee and you're both very welcome to the programme. Kevin, I'll come to yourself first. Um, when did you hear this news that the hotel will be used for international protection applicants? We, we heard this morning, Sarah. So um, effectively, the communication today was that the hotel would close in the coming weeks and would no longer be a hotel and 500 people would move in. So it was it was effectively given to us as a fait accompli. It's done. Um, so there was no consultation with the elected representatives of Loud County Council. And was it a briefing that you got from the department? No, we got an email this morning just to confirm that effectively the, the decision had been made and will be implemented, I think, on the 5th of March, which was a slap in the face, I suppose, for the town in terms of massive efforts that have been made for over a decade to develop our tourism potential as a gateway to the Boyne Valley. Um, and from that point of view, this decision is going to have a massive impact on Drogheda and its town centre area. Talk to me a little bit then about, about the town and the extent to which you believe it relies on the hotel. Are, are there other hotels in the area? Yes, we have other hotels which are far smaller in terms of room capacity. I've been a public rep for 15 years and I've worked closely with our Chamber of Commerce, with our, our local council as well, and I've been mayor three times. Part of those efforts was to de- deliver uh, Northern American coach tours to Drogheda, so the CIE group um, and the D Hotel was the only hotel with capacity to facilitate that level of tourism. Um, on top of that, we have made efforts in the United States and in Europe to deliver regular tourism to Drogheda, so that now is effectively it's impacted from today, from this announcement. Uh, it's going to impact on the coming months and the coming seasons. And our entire town centre area um, is full of bistros, cafes, restaurants. So this is going to impact on jobs and small and medium-sized businesses. The D Hotel was also a key factor in getting the FLA delivered to Drogheda because a key component of that is that you have bed capacity in the town. So it, it, this decision is the same as if this building was turned into a cinema or a warehouse. We're losing 1,500 bed nights a week in our town centre area and that tourism has been a massive help to Drogheda and its economic development. Did the department say in its briefing today um, how long this, this contract is likely to be for or how long the hotel will, will be out of use for tourism? No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. And and the key point is, in, it, it's irrelevant in that respect. It's the fact that this happens in the next few weeks. Mm. Um, so that's going to have such an impact. And the hotel, I cannot stress the importance of this hotel in the town centre. It had a massive knock-on effect in terms of people going out, eating, drinking, socialising in the town. And the problem now is that that is going to stop. And we know that small and medium-sized businesses are under pressure as it is. And in yeah. this town, the loss of this tourism, we have a national park being declared recently that it's going to be opened out in Douth Hall. So again, that was a massive opportunity for Drogheda to deliver people who would stay overnight and okay. visit there. 
That's now gone. Yeah, and I do, and I understand, I hear what you're saying in, in relation to tourism. It's just, you know, in the in the past when we've had communities upset about um, plans such as these, some of the problems that we've heard from communities is that the places planned to put the international protection applicants or the migrants um, is in the middle of nowhere. They're not close to any facilities, you know, that it's not the right place to put them because of that. This hotel is, mm. you know, right in the centre of town. It, it effectively, actually, is a very good place to put migrants because they, they, they don't need um, transport, do they? They have access to local facilities and I'm sure you know Kevin and I'll bring Aaron McGreen in in just a second but you know that the department is under and the state is under huge pressure when it comes to international applicants migrants in, in terms of where to put them Oh absolutely and there's no doubt but at the same time the state has an obligation to assist people in staying in their jobs and to assist small to medium-sized businesses in continuing to operate. But I, I totally take your point. And some of the actions around the country in terms of people taking the law into their own hands and things like that, I totally condemn. It's absolutely not acceptable. Um, and from that point of view, I totally ex- ex- mm. accept that the state has to act and has to provide accommodation. So is that what My this is, is then? Is this Drahada doing their part? I mean, the state, uh, in a statement from the department that, that we got just this afternoon, uh, they said Ireland's currently accommodating more than 100,000 people seeking safety and shelter. Over 200 properties are being used to accommodate people across every county. You know, Drahada is a big, big town. Is this Drahada doing its part? Well, I would find it very difficult to walk into a cafe on the North Quay where I am now and tell somebody that they're going to lose their job and that they should do their bit for, for the for for this issue. I, I think that. And you think that's it, going it, to be the direct impact? There, there will be a direct link. There's absolutely no doubt, and not only the staff in the hotel, but the staff who work in our town centre area, which is a tourist-friendly area they are going to be directly impacted by this. And that is why I have such a problem with the fact that this has been handled the way it's been handled. Okay. Well, there was zero consultation. Mc- I, I understand and you've made that point. We'll bring in Aaron McGeehan and you're welcome, Erin, uh, to the programme. Uh, zero consultation is what Kevin's saying. Would you agree? What's your reaction? I would absolutely agree with everything Kevin has said. Um, I, I, I presume myself and Kevin got the same email this morning. Um, I was absolutely mm-hmm. shocked that the hotel is is. If you know Drahada, I think everyone who knows Drahada knows the D Hotel. Um, we've had something something in it over the years, or we stayed in it, or there has been an event in it. Our friends have stayed there, um, and I think D Hotel is such an important part of the town. Drada has spent a long time, and people like Kevin and Low County Council, and and, and and lots of lots of people have been working for a long time building up Drada as a location to travel to. Mm. Louth has been, you know, has been ignored in many in many circumstances when it comes to tourism, and and we're kind of coming to a point now that we we're 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 being seen um, on a on a tourism level. Like Drada has a comedy festival on the eighth to the tenth of March. Where do people come to stay that stay to that? Um, you know, there was a lot of work well, going on. Like going, presumably, gone into there that. are other air. You know, Airbnb is 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 a big option. I'm sure there are two other hotels in the area. And again, Erin, like as I put to Kevin, th- there is a crisis here in terms of accommodation. And for a lot of these people who are coming to the country um, seeking asylum, the option is to sleep on the streets if they, if they aren't given accommodation. That that is happening in real life to people every single day. They're sleeping on the streets if they don't get a, a accommodation. Uh, so in that context, can everyone not step back? I, I suppose we're, not, we're not stepping forward, we're not stepping back. We're, we're I suppose highlighting how disappointed we are. And Kevin spoke there about all the bistros and the restaurants and the cafe that are the, the, the domino effect of a positive hotel industry. And I suppose from us as local representatives, 
um, and and people who who enjoy enjoy Drogheda town go there um, to see businesses closing. Yes, Sarah, I absolutely one hundred percent understand. And I suppose we have a we have a massive problem. And yeah. we, we, so, I, so what I, are you I proposing the government does here then in, in this instance? So they have an option here it, it, to house five hundred migrants. We know the pressure the government's under, um, and taking on in, into account what you're saying and what Kevin's saying, and I, I presume many others in Drogheda w- would feel similarly. What do you propose the government should do here? I suppose I don't. I don't have a proposal um, because I haven't been working on 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 this for like the Department of Justice, like um, like the Department of Children for many years. You know, we we look at the Department of Justice. Department of Justice have have spent loads of money, given Drada loads of money to come from um from, from a few dark years there, mm. and Drada is absolutely thriving. Now we're supposed to be, we're given with one hand and we're taken away with the other. Okay. So we've put in efforts to to build Drada up to the thriving town that it is. It's one of the big. It is the biggest town in Ireland, um, and it is it is a, such a it's a fabulous place to be. Um, however, I I do, the, what 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 we are doing at the minute is absolutely unsustainable, um, and that's what I will be bringing back to my parliamentary party and and and, and the okay. Tornisha and and so the minister. Do you want this decision I'm, reversed? I'm, is that what you're saying? I I I I don't know what I, we don't know what we need. Um, I think it's huge disappointment. The contract has been signed. Yeah. A two-year contract has been has been signed by the provider. I would so love to see it has it changed, but I think um, there would be it'd be very difficult. Okay. And Kevin, um, do you want this, to, to this decision reversed? I think, Sarah, what you've asked is a very relevant question. What can be done differently or how, how else can this be dealt with? The problem here, and I, again, I've seen this in other parts of the country, and I'm only aware of my own patch as a councillor in Drogheda. When this happens and you're told today this is it from a week or two's time, um, that's why people are angry. That's why local business people, that's why local mm. people who work in an area are angry because there is zero consultation. So if the government do want communities to to assist and to help and to support the government have to do likewise towards them. And what would you have expected? Because I, I, I think this issue we're in consultation, we've, we've discussed it so much over the last couple of months in relation to this issue yeah. on, the, on the programme. And I think everybody has a different idea as to what consultation means, I think. And and for mm. example, now in the department statement today, they said to us that the community engagement team is engaging with all local representatives, the local authority and the community response forum. It says that it has provided them with detailed, accurate information about the planned use of the property. The team has also liaised with all relevant national services to ensure that they have the relevant information that they need to inform and respond to service provision locally and that includes services for social welfare, health, education, transport, justice and the HSE on Garda Shikana, the local integration teams and local development office. Now the department could argue that is consultation. They've talked to all the people they need to talk to on the ground to make sure that the area is able to take in this influx of, of people. Yeah, so the, so the people's elected representatives and the council officials who whose county this happens to, um, they're not considered to be part of the process. Uh, we can't help, Sarah, if yes. we're not involved. Okay. If we're not, if senators and TDs and councillors are not involved, we can't assist. Okay. And that's what's happened so here. So if the department, today. just out of interest then, if the department was coming to you today, both of you, to say, this yes. is what we're planning to do in three months' time, not in two weeks' time, what would be the response? 
Well, the response from me would be, okay, are we talking about the whole hotel, a part of the hotel? Yeah. Is there a way that we can continue to service tourism at the same time? Can we do something that will allow us to facilitate the local employment, the local business community and tourism, whilst also supporting those in need of international protection? Okay. That is something that absolutely could be discussed. But so a conversation happens, to try and see, is there a halfway house, for want of a better phrase? Somewhere somewhere to reach agreement that okay. everybody can work together. Okay, well, it's interesting to speak to both of you. No doubt there's good be lots more in relation to this. Just just briefly, actually, before I let you go, I, I see already talk on social media about protests and, and, and all of that and people calling on that to happen this weekend. Is that something either of you would support, Kevin, first? No, it's pointless. There's okay. no point. And all it's doing is, is creating fear and panic in a community. There's no need to be protesting or objecting outside anything. As Aaron said, the contract signed. Let the political representatives see if something can be done here. Okay. But protesting is a waste of time. Okay, so uh, just to be clear then, what's what's the next step as far as you're concerned? Or is this a done deal? That's the end of it. Well, from from my point of view, I'm asking the Drogheda elected representatives on the council to meet tomorrow and that we can discuss how we're going to deal with this matter with Minister Roderick Gorman okay. to see what steps we can take to try and resolve it that way. We'll leave it there. Thank you both for yeah. joining us. That's Kevin Callan. Uh, sorry, Erin, sorry to cut you off there. We're, we're just out of time, but we will return to this issue. And uh, Senator Erin McGeehan, thank you very much. 